Wake up, gamers, because you're listening to the Big Think Dimension with Dan and Bob Video Games. Bob, you can handle the intro this time. Yeah, don't worry. I figured it all out. Chris Wolfhart. Muchashaka Paka. And Dr. Agro. Hey, Waka Waka. Here on Gigaboots. Bob, you really kind of bungled that whole thing. I did. <laughs> I don't know why I let you talk me into this. <laughs> Bob's been a scam artist from the beginning. I don't know why you still trust the man. <laughs> One time I lent him a heat sink and he auctioned it off at a convention. <laughs> Look, he's just got he's just got such kind eyes. <laughs> Fair enough. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Big Think Dimension number 235. More? No. Gaming news. That <laughs> <laughs> uh, Some things happened this week. Uh-huh. For sure. example, we're, we're, we're done with the Mario RPG month. Woo! So, so there you go. Until they released a new version of Mario RPG. That's Mario true. RPG. Super Mario RPG? Yes. The super one? Yep. The, they should have called the remake Ultra Mario RPG. <laughs> you know, like Kirby Superstar Deluxe. Right. You need, to, you need to put that name at the end to just be like, it's Ultra, bro. This is the version. <laughs> we added a whole other mini game. Wow. You need to go to the blackjack thing and it's just going to be like, oh, we got more. <laughs> Check this out. Bob, mm. I enjoyed, uh, uh, contrary to what chat showed up to a stream just yesterday and said, or was that two days ago? I think that was two days ago now. Whatever, everything's a blur. I enjoyed Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door. Good for you. I'm not the biggest fan of chapter three, <laughs> but I enjoyed the game. I don't know why chat showed up to tell me I didn't, but they sure did. So, So does that mean I have to... I mean, I can't just fight our audience on every issue. I, I guess I should just go with the flow, and I fucking hate that game. The thousand-year door, more like the thousand-year dump. What a piece of shit. Dan, I'm so fucking disappointed in you. How did you fumble the fucking spike of more like the thousand-year bore? Right? I was waiting for I was to trying oh. to make it fit that, the initials. <laughs> I'm sorry. God, now I'm going to have to... More like the thousand year bore. No, no, stick to your guns. The alliteration is about standards. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was really neat. Um, this month, excluding Super Mario RPG, because I feel like that's what you people want. Of the three other Mario RPGs we played, my favorite was Mario and Luigi. That mm. was really good. Uh, the overworld having complex actions that you have to toggle through like four different actions and then there's a different action for them being in the back maybe wasn't great by the end for uh -huh. that one aspect of the game but overall the art style the music the mechanics I really love that one um, I also really really like Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door in a lot of ways which means not all Yeah, I would say it's better than Paper Mario 64 but it is really weird how much uh, the Thousand Year Door very directly replicates Paper Mario 64. They t I'm going to explain this to Agro, which will help me talk to an audience of people who know dick all about this game. Hey, Agro. Hey. So Paper Mario the Thousand Year Door came out on the GameCube. 
is the second in that series. And in it, it is mechanically almost identical. You have a cast of allies you grab in the original game, partners that you grab in Paper Mario 64, a cast of like, oh, it's a Koopa that can do this kicking shell attack. And there's this ghost-like thing. And there are these other characters. And they all have a certain repertoire of skills and world map abilities that help you get through the dungeons and stuff. And um, for whatever reason, they threw away all those characters and then made identical characters for a lot of it, vibes-wise. And mechanically, where it's just like, what that would be the way you differentiate and make this a new and fresh experience why do we have a different koopa with us why do we why did you get rid of Bo? why would you ever do that <laughs> yeah it feels like it, it it felt a lot more like let's ref let's do mostly the same thing but refine everything like i feel like goombella has much more character than goombario yes and Koops has much more character than cooper in paper mario mm -hmm. but they are largely doing many of the same things and vivian uh trans icon outside of the united states because nintendo of america said this person's story is about being trans nah her sisters hate her because question mark <laughs> uh vivian's ability is very directly bows where it's like we'll make you disappear so that way you, we can do a platforming mm -hmm. and we can do a sneak segment we can have you hide underneath the thing rolling past you and i'm like why <laughs> why can't you think of unique mechanics for this no. cool character we instead we took away the way the way you move faster on the overworld and gave you this dumb yoshi instead where you <laughs> Because there's an action command to jump on the Yoshi and then jump off. So imagine you have someone else in your party because the person who is directly with you on the world map goes into the next battle. So you probably have someone you would prefer to bring in because different people are better at attacking different types of enemies. Mm -hmm. So you get out of the battle and then you go, well, I guess I should hit the left on the D-pad to go straight to the partner menu and then change out my partner for Yoshi and oh, then jump on no. Yoshi and then move a little bit faster. But then, and you, can't then jump. you can't jump. So if there's one step. <laughs> no. Yeah. That's, mm -mm. Uh, Prison. <laughs> I was like, if only we could have put, you know, L to run fast. No, it's impossible. I we don't have enough buttons on this controller that we're using literally no buttons on. <laughs> the weirdest part is I thought by the end of the game, L would have any function, but it didn't. Mm -hmm. It was real weird. Um, so, yeah, that part's weird. And um, so before we played this game, I do this thing with the audience. It's called mutual respect, but not accepting your opinion as my own. You should all practice it with every YouTuber you know. So... The audience, I saw a number of people during Paper Mario 64 were like, hey, this one's better than the sequel. And the reason why is the sequel has so much padding. And padding can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Maybe it's just longer. There's a chance that it was longer and that person's like, it's not getting to what I like. So it's padding. Aggro. They were right. This game, literally every chapter's, I'm going to need you to run to the farthest point in this location and run all the way back here and then run to the farthest point again. And that's when you're lucky and it doesn't make you do it two more times. Wow, that's that's how the entire first half of uh, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is. <laughs> run all the way down this hallway, run all the way back, run all the way back down the hallway, run all the way back. <laughs> It was 
it was so transparent in that being what it was. It mm-hmm. was kind of fucking unreal. Like, like at a certain point, like, like lackluster game design is one thing, but there is a level of I need you to help me pretend right. that you're not doing this to me. Right. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it doesn't. It gives up the illusion entirely. <laughs> entirely. By See, that's about respect. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's so funny how mad you guys were at chapter three when my whole life have been like, yeah, everybody loves that chapter. That's that's everybody's favorite one in that game because that's what fans, that's what the fan fans right. was. Yeah, uh, I don't, I I don't really know why. <laughs> You're like, I, that's everyone agreed, I, I, and we don't remember like Eric, the meeting, but. <laughs> Eric had the stance that, oh, they're all fans of wrestling, which is insane. This was 2004, <laughs> my man. Nobody who played Japanese RPGs was into wrestling at the time. But Nintendo the, fans are a different breed. There were a decent number, a, a decent cross-section there, I, I think. Yeah. I, I think it was, it's rooted more in how it's so fucking different than anything else in the game, and even things in most RPGs. Also, the prior gen, Nintendo had the best wrestling games on the 64. So that may have skewed things a little in their favor. But I also, you know, that is an interesting theory. I'm but so I I think there's like a thing. There's like a certain appeal to a very specific sort of fan where it's like it's the thing I knew know as a kid, but like upgraded in maturity one notch. Mm hmm. And I think that's what Paper Mario, especially Thousand Year Door, where it's like, you have Rogue Port, you have this pirate city. Mm-hmm. The ca- the characters are much more distinct from like, there's the, every NPC is like a more distinct version of a Nintendo thing. Yeah. So I, so I think having the wrestling, having the flying battle island, having so many NPCs, having Rock Hawk, I think that's what makes it stand. I think that's what that kind of element is why. Uh, I'm tr- I'm struggling really hard to come up with a name that isn't something that I shouldn't say. Um, for this yeah. effect, I mean, well, let's call it let's just call it the Kingdom Hearts effect because it is like a similar thing. I think. Okay. Where it's like the Kingdom Hearts is like Disney but upgraded to that, like more anime ish aimed at maybe like 12 year olds mm-hmm. type energy and, and pay, thousand year doors like that but with mario mm. yeah i um like to explain to you what uh the glitz pit is which is chapter three is nothing but what what's wrong with the, you got some glitz on you yeah. in the glitz pit yeah. you may want to clean that off did you have any open wounds we may need to <laughs> So anyway, the Glitz Pit is this battle arena, and you have to work your way up through the ranks because it's clearly a for-the-audience, for-televised, wrestling-coded sort of fighting event. And there are shenanigans and scams going on at the top end. But here's the problem. You know how every game you've probably ever played that's like, you're going to have to fight your way up through the ranks? That wasn't a game literally only concerned with that one notion. Doing that was like six battles at most. This was 20 fucking four. So the plot just parts in Glitz Pit and goes, you better be really interested in raw cock, my man, because that's what Glitz Pits is all about. I've, I've heard this name a couple of times now, and I'm, I'm going to need to call for a spell check here. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a chicken man. Okay, so th- th- this is a hawk. <laughs> That, that has he's that has, rock. He's, he's got rock. Yeah, that's what I tendencies. said. Rock hawk. 
Right. This isn't and, like, and like he... a sun god with his dick out. <laughs> no, it's it's Rock Hawk. He is or, a. That's totally what I said the whole time, you, guys. What are you talking about? Fuse, fuse Hulk Hogan with the Ultimate Warrior and make him a giant bird man in a Mario game. Yes. Fantastic. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Yeah, no. And like, I did like some of the things going on there. The problem is, would I have to do 24 battles to get through it all? And Paper Mario battles are actually a lot more... They're some of the slowest JRPG battles around. Yeah, I'm trying to think uh, of every so JRPG... Right, I was going to say, I'm trying to <laughs> yeah. think of every JRPG I know and battle speed and try to work out from there. They're, they're, the short, they're shorter than Final Fantasy 16, but not massively. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't know. Like, I... Yeah, that chapter I, I'm not a huge fan of. I was kind of bewildered by how much everybody loved it. But uh, overall, I really like a lot of the stuff going on. I didn't like getting trapped in the infinite Tsukiyomi at Taco Bell for an entire, almost the entire chapter. Like, I came in at the dungeon for the fucking tree and went, cool, Vivian's here. Who the fuck is this? What's going on? <laughs> uh, but yeah, ta that Taco Bell trip was fucking insane. I it. It seemed like a riot was about to break out in that lobby. It went that poorly. Okay, so th this is actually a story about you leaving, leaving here, here going to, to get Taco, Taco, Bell. Taco Bell for I'm the I'm waiting people. to find out what in Paper Mario he I, is I, describing well, as a Taco Bell. they had a combination Bell. Paper Mario Taco Bell. <laughs> I wish that the, that, that Glitzville section got off on a Taco Bell tangent. Oh, that would have been, been so incredible. good. Oh, man, it was four there... hours it was... of doing the same battle in the same arena. It was... <laughs> Pretty dire. Um, but yeah, I, I like the characters in the game. Like, it's not like they replaced them with a bad cast. It just felt weird when a lot of their abilities were identical. It, it drove right. me crazy to saw the same writing problem in the first game. Like, the characters now join your party. That means they disappear from the story completely. Right. And I feel like we explained this with Paper Mario 64 mm. to Aggro, but in case we didn't, you have, like, six allies. They're cutscenes, except for one weird instance where it's very much bring out the right guy. The cutscenes are you just have the cutscene with whoever was standing next to you. And so they wrote seven versions of what they say, basically, for every dialogue past the point they're in in the game. So it's just like Vivian joined us and then nothing really happened there for the rest of the game for Vivian until we pulled her out again. And then she seemed unaware of a thing she definitely should know. Yeah, because she's in the situation of, like, she defected from the enemy side to Mario's side. So she should probably know where the enemy base is because she's been there. See, Paper Mario is very <laughs> political. It's about sides See, and drama. You say that, but if, you, if, if she's only been to that base because her dirtbag sisters pulled her through a shadow portal and she only saw the inside... Okay, if we're thinking like a door to darkness that I, I then mean, opens into. She should still know anything about the location at all, even the interior, and have some sort of insight into what this organization is. I think Especially they were only the in Super Late Game reveals that they get into about who the sisters true. are. That's true. That is true. I don't know, though, because that part of the story doesn't really plug into like the the moon base part of the story right terribly so being completely in the dark on the moon base makes sense at that level of like could have just teleported into the room and i don't even know if that room had windows and then they just <laughs> teleported out 
Because I think I think that he's right. I think that's exactly how that went. But it is just really bizarre to be like, did you did you not pay attention during the meetings? And Vivian's <laughs> like, no, my my sisters treat me like shit. I mostly just disassociate in the corner. And I'm like, you know, fair. I still think that's fucking insane. Because <laughs> it's not even just America or it is just America, rather. Other countries were... This is a trans character. So anyway, they had a really good replacement arc written for America, right? Why did her sisters hate her? They're mean. Well, she's the prettiest one, so... And they're, 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 they're the evil stepsisters, like in... From Cinderella. Cinderella. Right. Cool. Ragnarok. <laughs> um... The Mario, the music in this is a flat upgrade over 64 for sure. It's not even close. There was no song in this that made me go bippity boppity <laughs> That made me bippity boppity more about. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed this. I'm glad I got this experience with this month. And uh, for, for people who are like, why are they not playing? We just streamed four rather big for a single stream for three of them. RPGs in a row week after week while working on a gigantic video and then i'm also doing the diet and exercise i hit my limit um and on top of all of that every game past here has a skull and bone sign in front of yeah, it I, that's just like look I, out here be dragons yeah look if you're sitting there being like, boy, I wish Dan and Bob would play Super Paper Mario and you aren't explicitly wishing that to harm them yeah, like, if you like the game and, and would like them to play it, let me clarify. No, you don't. Because <laughs> I like I, I, I we just went through to, these I, two. Uh-huh. Uh, go, go ahead, Chris. Okay. I mean, like Bob has repeatedly stated that the platforming in these games does not feel good. The two of them, while they have been relatively kind to the dialogue and writing, I feel like if suddenly that's the primary appeal of the game, they will be much less kind. I don't know. Either it's good and it's an 18 hour stream that's fine or it's horrible and it's an 18 hour stream that feels like my skin getting peeled off. I don't know. Yeah, I was going to say everyone's like, oh, man, these these first two Paper Mario games are great. Amazing. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like seven is kind of too high a service to those. Oh, so yeah. then coming to this is like. What is it? What yeah. is it? A five? Is it a three? See, but the funny thing is, I've seen people in our fan Discord who are like, you know, Dan and Bob should take the opportunity to play this off stream Super Paper Mario, and I'm just like, <laughs> Bob did. Fuck no. When it came out, yeah, so <laughs> did I. When like I was it. broke, and I still didn't beat it. <laughs> I was broke, and I still didn't I, beat it. Is a strong I got, condemnation. I got to like. <laughs> The second to last chapter, and like I'm fucking done. Oh. Yeah, there's some other streamer who is apparently going through it and just quit around there, right? Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, it was. Uh, I, if I remember correctly, it was Janked Jesus, mm. uh, formerly Kyle TX500, who uh, upside down Matt was talking about. Yeah, I give a shit about that all the time that he quit that game. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's scary as hell. <laughs> that is scary as hell to hear he just dipped out of that entirely. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I, I really appreciate getting to experience these games and like have an understanding of them because before I just looked at them and I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. 
I kind of wanted more of this thing and those are different flavors of thing and they might be good and valid in their own right. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I'm just not interested. And frankly, if they made a new Mario and Luigi, I'm basically there day one. And if they made a new Paper Mario, I'm like, I'm curious about the reviews. They're, they're still Unless making the trailer new Paper Marios. There, wasn't, there was one not even that long ago that yeah. people insist up and down is fine. I'm like, until I see a Goomba with a funny hat and like a and like some other kind of accessory normal Goombas don't have, I'm not coming back to this franchise. Luckily, we seem to be on the good timeline where, where Mario RPGs going forward might just be super Mario RPG. Right. Right. Because for people who don't know, uh, Mario and Luigi was made by the director of Super Mario RPG, and they're remaking Super Mario RPG. So there's a hope that maybe something going forward will continue that line. Yeah, but I wonder if they got him back for the I think the they remake. didn't. Yeah. I think they didn't, but I'm not sure. You know, we don't have credits. Right, we don't have but, credits yet. But I think something came out that said they didn't. Right. Oh well. Um, aside from that, uh, what did I play? Oh yeah, Ring Fit. Dumbass. <laughs> uh, I am getting so fucking close to the end of that game. I swear to fucking god, it's like right there. And it's like, does Ring Fit end? Yeah. I've I've never heard of that happening. People just most people go farther and then, farther yeah. down that rabbit hole, and you never hear from them again. Yeah, they're just gone. I assume it just consumed humans. They got yeah. They get the dark power from Drago, and then they become a scaly. That's what happens to every Ring Fit player. But my heart's too strong. I am much like uh, Riku Kingdom Hearts. My heart's too strong to become a scaly. Mm. If Arcadia uh, didn't get me, I don't think Ring Fit is. <laughs> uh. Also, yes, there's a new game plus, but I'm really close to the actual fucking end of that game. That game is really good. Here's the problem, though. You go at it for three hours straight, burning 1,700 calories, doing an insane amount of these exercises, and then the next day your body goes, no, we're good. You can, you can do other shit, dude. And I'm like, I want to beat this game. <laughs> I just, like, the exercise is cool and all, but I want to kill Drago. <laughs> I'm here to kill that dragon. <laughs> yep. Bob, what did you play? Um, I played some Shinobi no Grata, which is a side-scrolling action ninja game. That's you slice it, thin and cover it in cheese. Yes. yes. Uh, it's spelled Shinobi space N O N space G R A T A. Yeah, non grata. Yeah, yeah. It, it came out on Steam like a few months ago, but it finally hit PlayStation Network last night. Okay. Um, this game's pretty neat. It kind of reminds me of Alien Soldier because it's got a lot of really small action levels and then it goes into a boss fight. Nice. And you have like five different sub weapons you can switch between at any time that have different utility. Like one's a big gun that does the most damage in the game, but is really hard to line up because it just does a little bit of verticality in front of you instead of being anything you can do like an overhead swing. Mm. Oh, um, you have a, a lightning attack that like just homes enemies and that ends up being super effective against some bosses. So you really it, it is about trying all the different moves. And if you die, the checkpoints before the stage. So you have to learn this the mini stage and then the boss fight all in one go. OK, um, so I've been having fun with that. It's like 15 bucks. It's probably going to be pretty short. I got to the final level last night, but I didn't finish it. Um, and it does have a pretty decent, like, it keeps ramping up the difficulty pretty extremely near the end. 
Well, that's polite to do it at the end. That's right. nothing like Alien Soldier. No. <laughs> it <laughs> yeah. does have just like the second boss or so is actually like stumping me for a little bit. But then okay. after that, after figuring out, okay, no, I need to be trying all the different sub weapons, not to try to hit him with my basic sword attacks. It oh, gets you extra points okay. if you finish them with your sword, though. So it does Ooh. have like point encouragement for this. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm liking it. Uh, it's got really nice art. It's all pixel art. Um, then the, a bunch of bosses. Like I didn't going to this. I did not expect it to be like each stage has like three or four bosses in it. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah, oh, that is yeah. alien soldier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like people generally shy away from making bosses because making a good boss is hard. Mm-hmm. But alien soldier was the strongest soldier. <laughs> yeah, this isn't as good as alien soldier because alien soldier has tons of movement options. They're a ton of fun to learn, and this kind of just has you have a dodge roll, a sword attack. And uh, you can do double jumps. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I guess you can also do a qu- quick descent move so you can get back to the ground really quickly if you're in the air because your jump is kind of floaty in general. Mm. Um, but that's it. You, you don't have like crazy side dashes and stuff like you do in Alien Soldier. It's more restrained. Um, but yeah, that's pretty cool. I definitely tell people check it out if they like, like Ninja Gaiden or Demon Sword. Or aliens. Everybody loves Demon Sword. That's their favorite NES game. Mm-hmm. I. Mm. <laughs> YouTube saturated with reviews of Demon Sword. Yeah, right. It's... You can't go to a retro gaming channel and not hear about Demon Sword. Yeah, uh, Josh from GameStop brings it up every episode. I wish he would stop. <laughs> it's his new green dog. <laughs> Uh, the only other thing I've been playing is Street Fighter Six. Actually, had a chance to sit down, go shoot more of the story modes, and get Ryu up to gold rank. Ooh, um, which that means I I started to learn what fighting E Honda is like. Ooh, because that's when they start appearing. <laughs> right, of course. What was realize. it? Somebody said. Somebody said. Uh, <laughs> parrying the headbutt could cause an instant round loss for E Honda, and they'd still keep doing it. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> they. It is concerning fighting that guy because most characters, after they do their special, like if they just throw it out willy nilly, mm-hmm. they can get punished easily. Like basically all of Cammy's and Ryu's, like Shoryukens and stuff, you were just open. Yeah, you're right next to them. You can do all sorts of stuff. E Honda bounces off. When yeah. he does the headbutt, yeah. So and he gets a clearance he, backwards, right? And also when he does yeah, so his does overhead. Blanca. Yes. Uh huh. When he does his butt stomp too, he also bounces back after that is blocked. Oh, that's or, yeah, mm. or pushes you away enough so you can't do anything. So you do have to parry them if you want to do any sort of follow up to counter them. And so that just leads to them doing it constantly. All I'm well, hearing well, is that's, Eric that's would simply drive just rush. parry. Yes. Oh yeah. Why aren't you drive rushing, Bob? <laughs> I'm not sure if it can go through that. I think that he, I think he bounces back and then can just hit you after you drive rush. I'm not 100 percent sure though. What? A Surely game. they're left minus after you block it. No, not that I could tell. I'm not like some pro, but I, I feel like they are not. <laughs> um. So that's been fun to learn about. Cool. <laughs> uh. 
but that's pretty much it for what i've been playing not not much okay. else um i i wanted to touch on a couple of things i've been playing before if that's okay with everyone all right uh so i played until you fall again uh that for people who don't know that's the sword fighting uh roguelike game in vr where you level up uh you have a number of different weapons you can use left hand right hand simultaneously like scimitars giant maces etc um came back to that ramped up the difficulty tried out a few different things and went man first run that succeeded me got this perfectly you use the knight's crest in your left hand to buff your fucking guard damage with your scimitar and then you just tear them up with it that game is fun and i still enjoy doing runs in it now this session i'm about to talk about was the exact day after i did that insane three-hour ring fit thing so i needed to play anything else uh i got back into drums rock i put up a clip on twitter to show why i will never be playing this game again mm -hmm. <laughs> drums rock it happened to me multiple times as i was beating the game and i'm like it's fine it's not that consistent right it was just two freak accidents as i um as you can see in the Twitter clip, I am drumming insanely fast and all of a sudden I start missing notes and my hands are going to the correct places in real space uh -huh. and I'm just fucking confused. And then I drop dead and look to the right and see my hand frozen in space holding the drumstick. <sighs> and I'm like, yeah, I don't... Ever yeah, that would make me instantly never play that game again. Right, I'm mm -hmm. done now. I'm just done. I can't even... I can't even enjoy a game that's going to do that to me. Like, I don't know how you could. It seems impossible to engage even at a just enjoyment level. I'm not like score chasing or anything. It's just I don't want to play two minutes of a song and die mm -hmm. because my arm froze up in space. Mm -hmm. is, is that the Unity one? Yes. Okay. A lot. Of, a lot. I, I think even uh, until you falls Unity as well. I don't know. Maybe there is a Unity attachment there. But then again, um, Agra, as I was describing this issue with the hand freezing in space, you were saying that also happened to you in um, uh, what was it? The Horizon Call yeah, of the Mountain. Call the Mountain. Yeah, that had happened to like me in Horizon Call of the Mountain. It didn't so much freeze as is it hung on geometry. Yeah. And couldn't deal <laughs> with the fact that it needed to be here, but it was over here. Yeah. And it couldn't pathfind through solid objects. See, and I thought that was it for Drums Rock. But the one in the Twitter clip, I am well above the drum head. There's nothing that could have clipped. Um, that happened to me in Call of the Mountain the exact same way you're describing. But since Call of the Mountain's like you're climbing now, there's no action. It's okay. You're safe. I didn't have any problems. I just held on to the rock cliff for a second and went, okay, good. I got my hand back. It's not experience ruining, like being insanely far into an intense song and then just dying. Um, so I'm done with that game forever and uninstalling it right after this podcast, which means I'm on the hunt for another VR game. Dr. Agro, do you have another VR game? I just might. Oh my God. What have you been playing? <laughs> I have been playing Walkabout Mini Golf. I don't know if VR is I actually think, part I of the title. I think VR is in huh. the title. I think I'm putting it there. <laughs> What's the deal with walkabout mini golf? It uh, is a mini golf game, which is why I ignored it as long as I did. Oh, really? Because <laughs> it kept showing up in like lists and I'm like, oh, they put a golf game in here. Cool. This right. Game has ton polygons. And why, <laughs> why is everybody floating heads? Because secretly Mark Zuckerberg's mini golf game. No. But then someone on Twitter pushed the secret button and said, you know, there's DLC where you can play mini golf on Mist Island. Yeah. 
And I don't care how bad a game is. If it's got Miss DLC, I'll fucking buy it. <laughs> Good news for me, though. It turns out the, it's a pretty great mini golf game. That's great. Got, uh, you know, nice physics, really, really low poly presentation, real stylized. But within that, it has, you know, in, in the way that VR games, only VR games do. Uh, and especially because it's not going for super high in graphics and missing because it, it feels like a theme park. Yeah. It feels like it's all weird molded plastic. Right. It has an incredible sense of presence mm -hmm. where you're in a place. That is until you uh, hold your golf club straight up in the air and push forward on the stick and start flying, and then no clip turns on and you can just careen through all the geometry. <laughs> the game doesn't give a fuck. There might be a point of me flying out past the edge of the level where the game will start to care. I have not found it. Cool. That's awesome. So the game's like 15 bucks. Okay. Uh, st starts out with two courses. Well, that's not the real price. How much does the missed DLC cost on <laughs> PSVR 2? The, the DLC all seems like it's like two, three bucks. Oh, oh my God. Course. That's... Not bad. No, that's no, not bad at all. Like I said, it starts with the two courses, which is really kind of four courses because every hole there is a hidden golf ball with a different design, just scattered somewhere in, in, in the set dressing. And if you find enough of them on the easy course, it unlocks the hard course, which is the same area, but it's at night and they change up the courses. Huh. That's awesome. And all of the hard mode courses have scavenger hunts. How do you scavenger? Like you go to the first hole and there'll be like a piece of paper and you, you collect it and you look at your hand where all your course information is. It'll be like, you're on this hole. You have this many strokes. This is par. And it will give you a clue for <laughs> some other area in the level. They're like, what? you got to figure out what it's talking about. Go there and find the next clue. That's pretty oh my neat. God. It okay. is. And if you do that, you get a new putter. What? <laughs> Do they have different stats or just aesthetic? No, they're just aesthetic. Oh, that's that's good. You, I did, I did this twice in the mist level. I, I I got a serious themed putter, and then I went back and you know because mist has multiple endings, right? And then I got a Denis themed putter, and I need to go back and do it again. And I, I'm pretty sure I can get an Akinar one. That's really fucking cool. I have done a lot more fucking around looking for golf balls and doing scavenger hunts than I have played golf. <laughs> It's a lot of fun. Oh, my God. I will also say this is the first time that a game has taken the guardrails off enough to cause me to experience VR sickness. Really? Mm. Um, because, as, as I said before, you can just point your golf club up in the sky and just <laughs> yeah. fly away. Right, like Mary fucking Poppins. <laughs> so I'm, I'm no clipping through geometry. Uh, I'm, I'm on the mist level. I'm near the big tree that moves up and down. I'm trying to, like, get under it and i'm i'm spinning one way with the stick and i'm turning the other way physically while flying through geometry and just going <laughs> <laughs> what is this strange feeling that's mounting <laughs> oh no <laughs> because they're right uh, when they when they tell you vr sickness by the time you start feeling it stop because yeah. it's it's going to keep getting worse for a while. Uh-huh. So I was just sat on my couch staring at my headset going, Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. 
fucking mini golf game. Dude. Yeah, that's, that's right. the shocking. I just part. went back in and like turned the turn speed down a couple notches and. Well, you know, we could just put him through uh, what, what, what was it, the Joe test? And just hook him up to Star Wars or the Eric test? Just hook him up to Star Wars and turn on Smooth Turn and see if anything happens. See, I love Smooth Turn. I love it to death. I just, I think it was the combination of Man. flying, moving physically in the opposite direction, and clipping through geometry. I actually have a weird uh, motion sickness like thing that's happened a couple times, and until you fall, and it took me a long time to figure out what was happening and why. Uh, you know, a lot of VR games where you look, the joystick maps forward to that. Mm. That is true, and until you fall. However, if you start turning from the moment you started pushing that, it will not remap forward to your new forward. Mm-hmm. So I would be in combat and trying to slowly move and then see an enemy and try to attack him. And I'm now looking this way, pushing forward. My brain's expecting to move towards him. But because I never fully moved the stick back to neutral, I'm sliding this way and then hitting a wall I can't see. And since the wall's curved, I'm now bumping and sliding in a weird way that is not the direction I'm pushing the stick. And that's actually gotten me mildly a couple of times i feel like after that exact situation come up in something else we played and mm-hmm. i don't know what though yeah i can't remember what it was either it may have been star wars it might have i feel like star wars has a lot of things where that sort of thing can occur mm-hmm. where you're like i want to get closer but there's an invisible wall that's curved <laughs> and as you try to get closer you just move sideways and back a little and go oh no no <laughs> let me tell you what forward is in walkabout mini golf mm-hmm Forward is the direction your club is pointing Ooh. at huh. all times. Ooh. There is no back because you pull the stick back uh-huh. and you get like the tractor beam, which is how you pick up lost balls. Oh. So you move forward okay. and you either point the thing behind <laughs> you to move back uh-huh. or you sort of like do the big turn to get back around to what you wanted huh um does this game have snap turns yes you can turn on snap turning um you can do the smooth turning you can either teleport or you can walk normally um there's a uh like you, you 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 pull the trigger and it'll basically teleport you where from wherever you are to where your ball is on the next hole Huh. Um, and there's settings for that for how far you want it to snap you away from it. There's settings for what angle your club is compared to the thing. There's settings for how strong or fast it should interpret your swing to power on the ball. I really appreciate that setting of like what angle is the thing at relative to the controller. Because mm-hmm. uh, I played Pistol Whip on the, the Quest 2 on my PC and it was just wrong based on my experience yeah. playing it on the PSVR 2, and that's when I first saw that menu. Yeah, that was the first thing I changed on that menu. <laughs> it was yeah. like, hooray! Yeah. Um, yeah, that seems like an interesting way to solve that, just the pointing the stick and then moving mm-hmm. in that. Especially when you're yeah. flying around. Just, which, right, which is cool and I can't shit. wait to see it, because like this game has multiplayer, it has cross-play with PC. I cannot wait to see one of these head single-hand avatars lift a golf club to the sky <laughs> and then just Ultraman away. Swatch. It's like fucking Thor. <laughs> yeah, straight up. It's so good. That is really hype. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I am absolutely picking that up after this podcast. One weird thing I noticed, uh, which pissed me off when I noticed it, the version of Mist that is in this game 
is the VR version. Uh-huh. I know because some of the handles are different for VR. Uh-huh. It's that <laughs> VR version that isn't on the PSVR. Oh, it's not. Yeah, they haven't ported it yet. I feel like it's inevitable. I thought this was just going to be angry over, it's bad. <laughs> I, I thought about it briefly of like, this isn't the real mist. This is You're VR right. mist. Like, oh no, this makes perfect sense. That's really funny. I wish I could have played that game. I feel like it's inevitable because, uh, contrary to what some people out there may say, I disagree. I think Sony's relatively lining up month after month these small to big sort of VR games and experiences. I feel like Mist, which showed up on the fucking PSP of all places, is inevitable to show up on PSVR 2 with the VR version. Mm. Yeah, it'd just be weird if it didn't. It would be yeah. just completely like bizarre. If, if there is a divide, like everybody makes the joke about running Doom on random shit, but every uh-huh. time you go to do that, you just, you have to move the Mist icon out of the way first. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Mist, Doom, and Resident Evil 4. They're on literally <laughs> everything. <laughs> yep. Um, did you play anything else? Nope. Okay. Too, too much golf. <laughs> I'm so full from golf, yum. Fucking hate that water tower. There's a water tower with a hole in it. You've got to like knock the ball over a ramp into the water tower, and uh, it can suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> wow, now that's a feature. Chris, what have you been playing? So, uh, I finished Final Fantasy IV. Mm. That game's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, I had this weird realization playing that and six where I'm like, disc loading kind of improved the turn-based RPG genre because now now the fights had to last longer than 13 seconds and they also (laughs) couldn't happen every other step. (laughs) True. Because the thing I the thing I experienced a lot playing Final Fantasy IV, not as much in sticks, but still a bit a little, little bit there was, I've begun three steps. Fucking come on! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I think it's interesting that like having that they had to they were forced to get sober by, well, a battle means you're spinning up the the CD, you're loading in a bunch of different shit, mm-hmm. and when you go back, you're loading. So fights should. It, it, like, it's not hard to see enemies started having way more fucking health in, like, Final Fantasy VII versus right. the SNES ones. Mm-hmm. Like, all you have to do is look at, like, secret boss in Final Fantasy VI, 60,000 health. Final Secret boss in Final Fantasy VII, 700,000 health. Yeah, those are real long-term engagements. Uh... Yeah, Final Fantasy IV is real cool. It's amazing how many things that were just in the series forever started there. Uh-huh. And there's all these little and there's all these little cool parts where it's like the, the, it's like them flexing. They're no longer on the NES. Or it's like you're out on the world map and you see it's almost cartoonish because you're going to the castle where you meet Edward. Mm. And you pause right before you get there, and an, and airships appear and just carpet bomb the castle as, and keep going. Yeah, it's great. It's like there's none of that shit on the on the regular Nintendo. I'm sure Final Fantasy three accomplished that on the NES, and none of us know. You didn't play it. No, I played the DS version. You remember any carpet bombing? <laughs> no. <laughs> but uh, the the big the big thing I threatened Dan with though. <laughs> 
where I was going to play Final Fantasy for the after years and force him to confront what's in that. Uh, I'm not doing that right now, at least. Yay. Because I was like, no, I got I got to play some Trails into Reverie before Armored Core comes out. Thank God. Thank That's you, something Trace. I actually want to play instead of something that I feel <laughs> like. They were a flip phone game that delivered episodically. Why? Why am I trying to? submit myself to those because you want to consume sewage and baby burn it into my mouth that is what you like, declared last what, week. What, what would i what will I, I i did do the interlude i was committed until i did the interlude which uh -huh. is just which is just nothing it's it's like three hours long it's nothing it uses all enemies and assets from yeah final fantasy 4 and i'm like Oh, that's what that sequel's gonna be. Where it's, I'm just going through the exact same areas and fighting mostly the same bosses, even I bet. No, thank you. We're not gonna be doing that. <laughs> no, no, I, what you I want is that Turks game for, <laughs> for old yes. phones. I mean, I, even I want that. Like, I want that more than Final Fantasy IV like, the After Years. That's maybe, not hard. Yeah, no, maybe there's not like a pre-made thing for them to just copy, right? <laughs> Maybe there'd be some incredibly funny thing where Kane's even more of a cuck. But <laughs> that might be there. But no, I'm sorry, it's not worth it. Maybe when I've completely run out of things I wanted to do in my life. Uh, so I so I played some Trails into Reverie. I'm sorry, one moment. I've never had so much writing on someone else having a sense of purpose in my entire fucking <laughs> life. <laughs> Go ahead. How's that going? <laughs> uh, that game's really great. I, You know, you, you definitely shouldn't start there because the first thing that happens in the game is you basically go talk to every single character that's been in every game made in the past 20 years and check up on them after the events of Trails of Cold Steel 4. Because this is like the the bridging game that's going to bridge those series to the ones that aren't out yet in English. Because oh. like each chunk of games is in a different country mm -hmm. that are all in the same world. Man, you know what's great? Hmm. When RPGs have fully developed areas and you can go in every building and the inside of every building is well designed and you can talk to the npcs and they have interesting things to say and the characters in your party will chime in to conversations with normal npcs and offer their insights that's I think, really I, I cool think it's unhealthy for the industry for you to be setting standards like this for other devs that can't accomplish things like this. <laughs> Yeah, Falcom's like, it's just, just too big. They have too much they're money. They're too much money! Just so yeah. much funding. Plus, they got to sell it early to the Japanese, which gave them more funding to develop it for even longer. This analogy works totally. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I can't really like I can't really talk about the story because it literally involves all these fucking characters from the past bunch of games. But it, it sure is be like, oh, right. There is a better future we could be having. Yes. No, Jake's graphics. Nothing else. Nothing else. <laughs> Condemn it all. You know what? No one's ever been bored by pretty graphics in a bad game. We should keep chasing that. Did you guys, uh, similarly, did you, did you guys watch the new, uh, the new 
Sakurai video about bug testing? No, no I haven't have, had time. It, it's basically like, um, guys, games can't get more complex than they are right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, we, yeah it, we're watching he, everyone it, find that out by exploding. <laughs> but he, he, he literally says, like, bug testing Smash Ultimate was a nightmare. We basically couldn't bug test to the standard we wanted because there was so, many th so much shit in it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, aggro... Trails of Cold Steel 1 is on sale on PSN right now for $20. I think you should tap in to this franchise. Okay. So you're, you're man. Okay, it's okay, so so you're a black-haired youth. All right. You're in you're in post like right before World War II fantasy Germany. Always nice. You use a katana. This is not good. I, I, are we sure it's a katana? Yes. <laughs> Because oh. uh, because your master was a wandering swordsman from the east. Oh, <laughs> oh that's so good. Keep going. <laughs> and, and, and you're and you're going to military school that is joint the nobles and the the common folk. Oh. Uh, and the nobles are shitting their pants because industrialization is eating into their power base like crazy. <sighs> no, that sucks. That's, I hate being here for this. I'm fucking in. Uh, <laughs> no! where, where does this land in? I have no idea what this series is or how old this one is. Uh, yeah. This was the first one that was on the PS3. They ported it to up to PS4. Nice. And it looks like uh, an upgrade I, PSP game. Yeah, that's it was on a Vita. Yeah. It was on the Vita. Yeah, the, 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 perfect. The, the first two were Vita games, and then three and four were on the on consoles they look much nicer <laughs> it looks Especially like a vita game and you're just the giga chad perfection <laughs> that's like the vita is like i i got a vita i'm like this is what all all <laughs> rpgs should be on this thing forever yeah they that's all i want in they, the universe they tried their best <laughs> they really did where they're just like uh backport the persona like bring all this <laughs> shit over we gotta but con considering our mutual love of trashy isekai animes I do think that like fusing that with we're speed running the 20th century and are also in some ways kind of like Gundam. <laughs> It'll really hit. Ooh. Trails. Uh -oh. <laughs> Just pull up the Sony app real quick. Yeah, I remember I picked up the, the physical version years ago i just haven't had time really? to try it play it really? of the ps4 version yeah yeah you're lucky know. because because uh nisa no not at nisa that was that's still xseed xseed yeah. doesn't like pub printing fucking copies of those so you have to buy it digitally if you want it pretty much so bob would you like to make an absurd amount of money with this copy of this game you have you might have make 90 dollars <laughs> 90 dollars oh my god wow that, that'll as... buy you a fancy copy of Immortals of Avium coming out not, Tuesday. Not not quite as good as my retirement plan of selling the Super NT. <laughs> no, not as good. Man, how uh, But yeah, that game, it, 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 it was so great because you get to walk all around the, the, the city, the, the big city that was the primary setting of the middle set of games. And it's like, oh, there's so much content. Look at all these people you can talk to and have interesting conversations. <laughs> I this is right after this is this is basically right after the world war, the end of World War II in this setting. We're basically setting up for the space race. This is delightful. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not super far. Um, 
I also played some Paper Mario myself, specifically Ooh. Paper Mario 64, The Thousand Year Door. I knew it. I oh my God. Like, but it's not going to be normal. It's going to be that mod. How is it, it? It is a mod that adds Thousand Year Door quality of life features and mechanics into Paper Mario 64. So your party members have HP now. Um, they added all the items and badges from Thousand Year Door to 64. Correct me if I'm wrong. They removed the badge point cap. I think yes. I saw that in that trailer, and I was like... Yes, they did that. Um, <laughs> they get they it. Added a they added a bunch of little secret areas that is the ways you get those badges, those extra badges. Oh. Huh. Uh, they changed some moves, like Paracarry has that fucking useless move where he just pulls an enemy out of the battle. Mm-hmm. Uh, now it steals an item they're holding if they're holding one. Oh, that's way better. <laughs> yeah, so I guess they added enemies holding items. Yeah, they would have yes, to. The, yeah. <laughs> uh, it had some. It has. They add difficulty modes. You can pick normal, hard, or super hard. Uh, I started on hard and had to kneel and go to normal because <laughs> hard I could deal with. I played the hard mode mod already. Hard with them having items, I could not deal with. Because huh, you go into yeah. a fight and the dude all the... Because early in the game, you don't really have ways to hit guys way in the back if they have spikes mm -hmm. on their heads. Yeah. So you go into a battle with four spiked Goombas and the one in the back has a fucking item that'll put you to sleep for four rounds. <sighs> I can deal with that on normal difficulty. I can't deal that with that on the difficulty where they have more health and do more damage. That's scary. God, now I'm remembering all that... Stuff that apparently we ran into, a lot of people didn't in Thousand Year Door, where the, the, <laughs> the random chance in battles sucks. Okay, so Agro, we really should have explained this earlier, but we didn't. One of the larger changes between Paper Mario 64 and the Thousand Year Door is that they are playing up the it is a stage play aesthetic, and now there's an audience and random shit. So lights from the rafters can fall on your characters randomly and damage them, but we got the most deranged RNG I have ever seen in an RPG during a boss fight against a pirate on a ship. Randomly, we got frozen by spouts in the stage three times? I think four it was four times? times in a row. It was a bunch of times. And when you're frozen, you're just fucked. Yeah, you, you can't, can't do anything. And so they just kept publing on us. And the audience is just like, what the hell is happening? I The closest I could figure out, it was a combination of you guys preferring to use attacks that make it more likely to trigger and bad RNG. Because any apparently anything <laughs> that seems like it would heavily shake the stage, like a strong hammer hit, right. quake hammer, okay. bobbery exploding. I was going to ask all if of this those was responsive to anything at all. The, the shit the, falling seemed responsive the, to that. The, I genuinely don't. The frozen thing happened. We didn't even get to attack. So I, it wasn't right, for that. Right. We just had the world's worst RNG. Uh, somebody in chat made the joke of, this is what speedrunners call completely unprecedented. <laughs> and, and then there were other ones where it'd spray mist into the arena, and then everything would be hard to hit. Like, both because enemies and and allies would have a hard time hitting stuff. So it would just make every battle take That's twice as long. Awful. Yeah, and it just kept spraying. Like, it'd be that we started a battle and just spray. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a weird mechanic. So, but so far, you're really enjoying the mod, and did it add those freezing you randomly mechanics? No, it did or? not add the stage oh, God. Weird! Oh, God. Strange! It's almost uh, like it, the it, community it, knows what was good and what wasn't. <laughs> 
it, it does add the Daffy Ducking though, because that's a new way for you to get a. Uh... <laughs> get the star power good game. i like that mechanic it's yeah, really that's... funny to like slam a hammer on someone's head and then just do a bunch of daffy duck backflips to get the studio's favor the audience's favor uh they also add in a mode that i might play it a second time to use which is bow mode she's the only partner you have and is apparently stronger <laughs> they are so smart they are they're so smart uh, they also give you the they also give you action commands immediately instead of you having to play for three hours before you get them. Of course. Yeah. They that's... also give you the option to start from the point the game actually starts where you fall off the balcony and have to go with the old man and get the hammer. Good. Oh, wow. Mm. They also give you a fast forward dialogue button. Oh, wow. Very helpful in a game where the writing often repeats itself two to four times. Yeah. But yeah, there's all these secret little areas you can be like, I, I see like a sparkle back there. Can I get back there? And you can get back there. And they changed the uh, the upgrading people from hitting one block to collecting shines again. You got to collect shines and take them to the shaman. In theory, hmm. that makes it easier to get going because you don't need to find one thing. So there are three times as many things you could find. Right. And you don't need to make the, the decision when you find it. You can right. just hold on to it until. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far I'm having a lot of fun with that mod. I'm excited to see the deranged things they'll do. I'm also excited to have more than 30 badge points. Did, yeah. Did they change the music at all? They got uh, yes, option? they replaced they, they replaced most of the songs with songs from Thousand Year Door. God. Oh, I thought you were going to say Evergrace, and I would go, yeah, thumbs up. <laughs> Big improvement. What RPG could not be improved by the Einhander soundtrack? Right, yeah, let's do I'm, it. <laughs> Some of the conversions to the N64 sound font are uh, not perfect, <laughs> but it's still better than most of the music in Paper Mario 64 default. A high bar. I also played a little <laughs> bit of uh, a little bit of 30XDX. I did that too. You go first. Uh, I don't know. I only played like three runs. I did real good in all of them. Um, I was I kept hitting a wall because it kept putting. The level where the gimmick is you turn upside down mm -hmm. really late. Oh. And since, the, and since that gimmick shatters my fucking mind, apparently, <laughs> and I lose the ability to do anything, that being the most difficult level I have to do is not great. So I died all three times on God. that level <sighs> because they, they kept putting it as level eight. So... Having had that experience, how soon are you going to try to get the thing that lets you tell it what you want to fight early on levels-wise? I don't know. That seems like it isn't true strength. <laughs> I mean, that's how I feel about it, but others disagree. <laughs> it's not about proving anything to other people. It's about proving things to myself and the uncle sakai in my mind yes the uncle sakai whose head is poorly pasted onto jiren's body <laughs> is, is telling me that wouldn't be true strength i figured i would just poison them that wouldn't be true strength have you always looked like that uncle <laughs> yes I'm, I'm 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 sorry el hermano <laughs> I, I, I will be sure to defeat this game with true and honorable strength. God, I'm just imagining that Uncle Sakai with an elongated head. It's oh. horrible. Oh. 
Um, yeah, I did a small stream with Voxandra from Voxandra.gay where we played 30XX co-op. And it was shockingly easy to set up, really fast, super fun. Um, they didn't make the mistake a lot of cowards and idiots do of, oh, you're co-oping? You can't both get progress from that. Only the host gets progress. Seriously, I don't know who came up with that ass backwards idea, but I hope they're in hell oh, now. Oh, good. You disincentivize me enjoying my game with my friend. Yeah. You fucking idiot. Uh, they don't make that mistake. To uh, Vox and I both got the memorial, um, which is re like that's the currency you unlock the future mm. run upgrades on. Uh, it also did other stuff like the data logs and stuff were rolled independently for our version. So that way I would get new, new data log stuff on mine and Vox would get it on hers. Um, yeah, they. Th I was shocked by how good this was because as Vox and I were talking about setting up the stream, I'm like, this is going to fucking burst into flames live and that's going to be funny. <laughs> this is just going to stop working at a point. We're going to have to stop the stream because... I didn't have a huge expectation. Plenty of people out there fuck up online co-op. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Even the great KG Inafune messed it up with Mighty Number no. 9. Who could have guessed? It's not reasonable to expect everyone to be as good as KG Inafune, so I thought, surely, surely the co-op in 30XX won't be drastically better than the online battle race mode in Mighty Number no. 9. That is definitely a thought I had and a normal thing to think. 30XX is a really good game. I like when you break the game and the screen just fills with giant green projectiles anytime you hit the shoot button. Oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> this is really good. Fantastic game. Uh, I definitely need to play more to get more memorial and story stuff to hopefully at some point collect all the things on a single run to get the the ending. Oh, is that something you have to do on every run on a single run? I think it's all ending? on a single run. You have to assemble a thing um i'm not incredibly hellbent on that i'm okay just playing the game and locking more progress stuff and just having fun with it um god knows fox and i at some point are going to do more co-op on that i don't know if we'll stream it but that was a fun stream it should be up on the pod channel at some point so go check that out uh chris what else did you want to talk about with wxx that's it i mean I, I, it's the same cool game it feels really good to play it has nice music. Yeah, it does. I've been listening to I did to that it intro level because I did that intro level because I I hit the yes, let me start over entirely. I would like no progress. Mhm. Mm they they sure did have a joke that made me roll my eyes in that tiny little intro level. Yeah, yeah. they didn't have much there and they still did that. Yep. What no, is, totally what is up true. with Mega Man fan games doing that? feel like every one of them has something like that. Oh, man, I forgot about that one that came out earlier this year that I didn't even touch. <laughs> yeah. I have to go do that now. I guess. What, I'm sold down to Mega it? Man. What that's game the, is that? That's the one that originally started. We're doing our own Legends, or not. Or maybe oh, X. We, right. we made Mega Man X7 again. Oh, <laughs> uh, I need to check that out. Yeah, I, I feel like at some point I'm going to have to become one of those con artists that sell online classes and it's like how to write comedy for your indie game that doesn't make people want to claw their skin off uh-huh <laughs> it's it's like you have to sell it as a book and it has to be a parody of the save the cat cover art 
So you need to do something like that. They're like, isn't this a funny version of that? Uh, but anyways. You're going to sign up for my class, and you're going to wake up in a jungle covered in mud. And if I see you trying to wink at the audience, I'm going to throw a javelin at you. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah, that's a good, no, good that's, system. That's, that's, that's a good filter. <laughs> uh, well, is, the, is that all you played? Yep. Uh, I think that means we need to talk about... The pod that came out this week? The what? The podcast that came out this week? Oh, that's right. A podcast came out this week. It was uh, it was Pokemon, right? Yeah, Darkrai, right? Yeah. It was, it was Darkrai. Yeah, Darkrai is really cool. It's so cool. Also, I appreciate something you may hear about a little bit. Uh, uh, patrons of the Gigaboost Podcast Network got to <clears throat> enjoy the Shaman movie. Shaman. Yeah. <laughs> I think between the Podlord jokes and us, we've all reached an agreement on Shaman. Maybe, who knows? We'll find out live. But yeah, that Pokemon, the Pokemon movie with Darkrai is really funny as it plays musical cues that are like Batman animated series. And I'm like, why are you doing that? <laughs> because we can. There's a goth kid standing on top of a castle. It's like Batman. I'm like, no. <laughs> Anyways, please enjoy that episode of the Pokemon Go to the Movies and the Pod Lords. Oh fuck. <laughs> oh fuck. Shaman. Yes, that's right, the Podlords. Podlords such as BN12. E. Lee Broyles. Bountiful blessings to you all. No. Thank you, Jinkaria. <sighs> Red Place 27. Suzu Shiro. Cat. Nice. Well. 101 Shades of Wonderful Remastered. WTF, Spider-Man. Mr. I Like Spam. I'm baby. <laughs> so, so that's how a Yoshi would wear pants. Yeah, apparently we know now. DFW3K. <laughs> Muckbun. Shiny Mew has entered Paldea and is approaching Larry's location rapidly. I will buy this man some jelly donuts. Classic. Kristen. Half melted juice of frost. It is pretty hot. It sucks so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Bo <laughs> Kyle Bjork. Haha! <laughs> yes! Ponder me! Also, Agro, what you have to do is just play the last candle at a really low volume every recording set. What the fuck? I don't ask questions, yeah. I move on. Monster Hunter, Ryzen and Raiden? That's Ryzen and Raiden. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> How 
Solo Cure update out now. A new level, nine new characters, and mini games, all still totally free. Jesus. Yep. Damn. Those people are crazy. Yeah. I think it's that one dude who's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it might just be. <laughs> now I don't, I don't know anything about this lady on the screen, but is she holding a chakram inside of which is a worm with arms? Yeah, pretty much. You got it in one. Jesus. I think that might just be a size indicator, though. It's very small. Oh, or rather, it's, she it's, is very big. One of these two things is true. <laughs> and I don't want to know which. Cooper Tank. We are hungry. <laughs> this is the strongest power couple that has ever been. No. Yes. Uh, this is oh, that movie. Despicable. Oh my god. Absolutely. Would, the entire movie would be everybody trying to stop Ichigo from killing Shaman. <laughs> like, Shaman just says whatever Shaman wants to do and she goes along with it because she's an idiot. Now, Shaman, uh, this would be one of those movies where Ichigo doesn't act anything like himself and he's like, now, Shaman, uh, you shouldn't ask, act brashly without informing your friends of what you're gonna do. Even Colin would be upset at Shaman. <laughs> I want to see Ash throw down with a hollow. Ooh. Get the aura powers out. Yeah, get the aura powers out. The Ochi grows impatient. He's held the pigment for two weeks. They are wilting. Please take them. Indigo Sykes. Drive typecast. What chance does love have against the 1% anyway? Congrats, Team Money, but you don't need it because you win everything. Mm. Evil Lucario. A raccoon that has been playing some TF2 recently. <laughs> plan, 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 Oh my god. What is wrong with you? How did you take a joke this old and make it so much older? <laughs> Baldur's Gate 3 is consuming lock the chest time. Unrelated, here's Carlosh, my beloved. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> you hear a photo shutter going off like a camera shutter. <laughs> the Super Mim. Alicia, this is what you wanted, right? This is the promise I made to you. <laughs> Sarlene. Timothy Fister. Bearded Joe. Pleochrome. Krunglespum. Grand Blue finally made a character that had Viren saying, maybe we should let this one die, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no! Please don't shake the bowl of guacamole! <laughs> shake, shake it. it! Shake it! Shake it! <laughs> I'm gonna break my Wiimote. I'm shaking it so much. <laughs> the Empire has fallen. Billions must die. It is what it is. Dan, upon discovering just how many names he has to recite for future Pokemon Go the movies! <laughs> Okay, but you need the other picture of Buggy. You know the one. <laughs> Dan, making his way towards some kneecaps in the thousand-year door. 
God, that got a Peach by the will end. never walk again. It's yeah, really that's sad. really tragic. <laughs> dog. Hell yeah. Thank you. That's a cute dog. And Doggo. Saber, thank you very much to <laughs> our Taco Lords. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Taco Lords. <laughs> thank you, Taco, thank you, Taco Lord. Lord. I don't, I don't have anything for them, so I'll just talk about the Pod Lord. Sure. If you'd like to become a Pod Lord, you can go to our Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/GVPodcast for as little as five dollars a month. You get access to many benefits, such as early access to Pokemon Go to the movies, where you can find out about the war criminal Shaman, and uh, Chugging Bleach, where you can find out about the war criminal known as the. Uh, replacement Captain Amagai arc. <laughs> uh, you also get extended cut content from other shows we do, extended and cut content from other shows we do, and uh, you get a patron-exclusive show every other month on a good thing, and you get a commentary track for a bad movie every other month of a bad thing. Uh, coming up is going to be Wolverine Origins. Is that the fucking name of that movie? That sounds right. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine. Origins X -Men, Wolverine. X-Men Origins Wolverine. A movie we're doing because of the writer's strike. We have to remind people what happened the last time there was a writer's strike. Yep. Good God. Let it be over two months from now so we don't have to do the thing that would come after X-Men Origins Wolverine, which I will not speak into reality on this show. Yeah. Uh, you also get a movie, oh. Isolation 119. It is a literal, actual movie about a man going to Thailand to say solve the murder. The injuring of his <laughs> brother, <laughs> but mostly he just gets into fights with the locals and hangs out and drinks beer. And he he brought his PC so he could play League of Legends. But then it broke, <laughs> so he breaks it. <laughs> yeah, he he gets harassed by a member of Organization Thirteen with the with the voice of Microsoft Sam. It's true. All of this is true. What a great movie! I need to watch it again. Uh, but that's patreon.com slash Podcast. And if you don't have any money, it always helps us immensely to spread the word. Retweet us going live on uh, Thursdays. Rate us on Thursdays before Twitch removes that feature. Rate us on your podcast app of choice. And like this video on YouTube right now if you're watching that way. That's patreon.com slash Podcast. We've got some news. We, there's so much. What are you talking about? Uh, I said some. <laughs> Would you say that we have a plethora? <laughs> <laughs> no no i would not uh man uh so the, the the most important news and i think we should put this out front is the xbox 360 marketplace as in the online digital store for games on the 360 is going to be shut down uh july 29th next year um which says we should maybe raise a ruckus about it so that yeah, way get the maybe hammers. at some point microsoft goes oh, oh shit Oh shit! It's just like when Sony did it. Yeah, we we were only Sony enough to do, to stop. Uh huh. Maybe we can do it with Microsoft. Now, say for a moment you don't care, but you like our content. Well, guess what? We care, and we've actually bought multiple games off of that store to do content with. Yeah, like Dead Rising, like we did for Analog Gaming. There are multiple reasons that's important. So. Get pissed, gamers. Um, <laughs> moving on from that. Yeah, I think someone's even compiling a list of like everything that's only available on there. Because yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's like didn't get a physical release, didn't get uh, release on Xbox Series. It's not back that. compatible yeah, on back future that. consoles, which Microsoft's like, don't worry, guys, the back compatibility works. And it's like, no, 
like for a lot of that, that's like I want to see numbers. Mm-hmm. I want to know the stats on how many games are disappearing forever. Uh, we had some patent news, and then we had some patent news that wasn't new news. I'm going to talk about the patent news that was actually new news. Um, Sony has a patent. Uh, it is for implementing high bandwidth connections for storage at a server level. This is seemingly for the PS5s, because as you know, one of the hallmark features of the PlayStation 5 is that it has insanely fast storage. So compared to other platforms, when you want to run a server cloud-oriented thing of this, how do you maintain that bandwidth and not give every system the world's largest SSD to have that many games installed on those instances? And the solution is you come up with a completely insane cloud-based thing where it's like we developed a new connector and a new connection and everything so that way it could go insanely fast so that way this is barely possible. <laughs> um, it's sure all, all that for some shit that nobody will ever use. Yep. Makes sense, It's right? okay. We'll let them all figure that out. You thought Sony would have by now, but Microsoft scared them into blinking. <laughs> yeah, Microsoft sure see also scared them into that fucking stu- having their own stupid subscription tier. Yep, Microsoft sure is the like the founding force behind a lot of horrible industry trends. That, that worked out fine for Sony because it instantly ended up with twice as many subscribers as Game Pass. I don't know that Microsoft scared them into Game Pass. So I think Sony looked at their PlayStation Plus numbers and said, "What if we had an even higher attachment?" Like I, I don't know. Rate. I think the fact that completely in defiance of how many people actually subscribe to Game Pass, how much it gets talked about in the media, definitely probably gave them an incorrect impression yeah and now all it does is it's a great place to put three-year-old games and scam indies yeehaw sea of stars (laughs) out on both game pass and ps plus extra on day one i I sure hope (laughs) i sure hope you guys got a good deal because you're selling fucking zero copies on those two platforms they're just like, no, it's fine. We got enough money from the Kickstarter, right? Got- oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, that's it for my news. Hey, Chris, let's go to yours. Uh, so, Xseed is publishing the console versions of Freedom Planet 2. They will be out this year. That is, that's it. Okay, hopefully I, it runs right. I believe you. <laughs> hopefully it runs right. Yeah, I sure hope they looked at everybody shitting on river city girls and it's like oh we better not be that i feel like not enough people are shitting on river city girls but maybe enough people shit on them at launch god and that new version has been don't talk about river city girls dude just don't do it it's losing game and uh <laughs> so so you know high-res studios they make smite and paladins and oh yeah i know them rogue company do we have any news about them <laughs> uh yeah apparently their new con- their new voice actors contract mm. s- explicitly is like um we're allowed to ai clone your voice if you die or otherwise incapacitated oh okay which seems oh. so vague mm-hmm. that i have to assume if you if you just don't want to come back they'll say fuck you and clone your voice mm-hmm. yeah it also sounds like or they'll an NDA just- on the contract so if you s- even look at the contract. You can't tell anyone about the contract. Why yeah. Someone has broken it to, to do this out. So, the, pre- do so the president what? of high res has been coping and seething all over Twitter today because it leaked. 
and has been desperately coping and trying to explain, no, it's fine for us to puppet your corpse once you're dead. It's really important that we have your voice to use when we include Doge in another skin and we have to have you reference that. I'm just imagining the worst, the worst AI generated voice popular going, oh my God, is that Doge? <laughs> You're just like, who's saying that? Is that my character? Why does that keep happening? Sure, the only so, yeah. the only AI voice you can you're illegally allowed to use is Microsoft Sam. That's, that's true. it. It's yeah. all you get. That's that's the only AI voice you should legally be able to implement in things. <laughs> that and Dagoth Er. You should be allowed you should be allowed to make internet memes using Dagoth Er. But nothing <laughs> nothing monetized. God, it's disgusting. Yeah, no, this is horrible. Yeah. Yeah. These tech guys don't seem to fucking get how genu genuinely repellent the obvious thought. I think the average person doesn't give a shit about AI voice usage in internet means. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of voice actors are barking up the wrong tree trying to get mad at those. But the average person, if they if it's like we're trying to monetize AI voices, like no die. Like, yeah. I don't think the average person has any tolerance for that at all. Even on top of how just sickeningly greedy it is it's just ghoulish yeah the, the idea that you would have the authority to use the likeness of a dead person to make your shit right i mean it is telling that in the critic they made a joke about what what was the duke vision where they would just remaster yeah. old movies and have dead celebrities deliver happy endings yeah the uh the 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 pride of the yankees or the Black Sox, the Black Sox event where the guy, everybody got banned from playing. And it's mm. like, in this moment, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. That's the movie where, uh, mm. the, the, where he fixed it. And he's like, eh, not only are you not getting banned from baseball, we cured your cancer. And they throw him like a vial and he drinks it and then hits a home run. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. It's but insane. Yeah, fuck Hi-Rez. Yeah, fuck Hi-Rez. Yeah, that Jesus was... Christ. Mm. And uh, Immortals, Immortals of Avium showed off their system required. Oh. Uh, you can't, you oh, can't okay. run it. <laughs> let's, you, let's, <laughs> you, <laughs> listener, <laughs> yeah, you, listener, cannot run it. Dan Video Games is the only person in human history who can run this game. <laughs> and I simply would play it on PS5 instead. <laughs> uh, let's uh, run worth through it real quick because sure. it's easy enough to portray. Here's the low end, ladies and gentlemen. Do you have a 2080, 2080 super or better? Well, that's good. You might be able to reach a 1080p 60 frames per second performance level. CPU if you have all their DLSS and fake frame bullshit turned on. Yeah, it does literally say uh, quality is set to zero. So, so, oh, which uh, that should not be allowed for this. Sorry, that's the that's future the of gaming. Everyone, every, everyone's gonna, everyone's gonna talk about this is the resolution your game's running at, even though it's not running at that resolution because it, it inherently it is running at a fourth that or two thirds that. It's fucking like, how many frames can you make? Like real frames or? Right. words a minute if it doesn't matter if they're the right fucking one. <laughs> Take four <laughs> words. I've got some letters. Uh, Man, what best typist I've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, on the AMD side, uh, they're saying a 5700 XT is what uh, Lowe also needs. And uh, for CPUs, we're talking a 3700X or a 9700i7. 
uh, on the Intel side. Now for the high end, if you want to play gamer, if you would like to play at 4K, 120 frames per second, let me tell you, do you have my GPU? <laughs> Did you steal it from me? <laughs> then you probably don't have it because you can't afford it because I bought it and then I realized I couldn't afford it. <laughs> uh, this is the GPU you need for the ultra experience, a 4090 or a 7900 XTX? Question mark? I'm not. Sh those are two different scales of GPU. <laughs> making up man. GPUs at this you're point. Just, you're they, just... they put a a number for a future GPU AMD will release. <laughs> uh, and uh, on the CPU side, a 7950X R3D. Oh, I'm gonna have to fold. I do not have a CPU that good. Even I cannot play on this setting. Or a 13,900KS from Intel. I have a 5950X. Now, this is the gaming-oriented, has a slab of memory on it, AMD one. Oh. So it is hyper-specialized for gaming, even. That's not even the normal AMD 79. It is the X3D version. So this is... Hey, gamer, did you make your PC this year? <laughs> did you make it, in fact, to play Immortals of Avium? Did you? If so, we have a game for you. <laughs> but according to this, I might be able to play the game at 4K... 60 frames per second plus. Wow. Yeah. But I'm going to play it on the PS5 because I don't trust PC gaming on a AAA side ever since Doom Eternal. It's only gotten worse since. Yep. So uh, so, so this game comes out in five days. It is hovering around mm. 350th on the Steam global charts. Uh, it is being outsold by, not on sale at full price, Fate slash Estella Link. <laughs> I mean, oh it sounds God. like a great game. <laughs> just, it, it really needs to sigil those numbers up. This is not looking good. That's true. This I seems sigiled this down. Be, I think this might be the most expensive, just complete bomb. Like, nobody's talking about it. There's not even a narrative around it of it being bad like the Saints Row reboot. Right. It's, it's just going it, into a black hole. Yeah. Yeah, even though their bad EA stuff hasn't been this level of like, no, nobody even knows what it is. <laughs> Nobody knows what. You know why it has destiny loot? We learned that. You know why? Mm. Uh, the spells. The spells are just guns reskinned. Yeah, of course. Yeah, mm -hmm. I mean, because they need to make their magic game palatable to shooter guys. That'll work. <sighs> well, aggro. Don't you want to switch to the red magic, which is a shotgun, and then switch to the blue magic that's an assault rifle? Resistance has more innovative weapons, and those are guns. And those Dude. guns are more like spells. Yes, <laughs> I, I, I was, I was, I was watching previews, and I just, I just, I just gave up when he did like the Doom Eternal esque air dash, and he went a foot. Yeah. Our crazy mage can't do anything too cool. I'm I'm sorry, Ascendant Studios, I think is the studio they put together to make this game. Your ass is gone. Yeah, if they survive there, there, this, there, I will be. There will not be another shocked. Ascendant Studios game. It sure is weird how like at once per gen, mm -hmm. for one brief period each gen, EA's like, we're gonna put a bunch of money into single player games, but they have the worst possible tastemakers in the universe. Uh-huh. So they greenlight all the wrong things and they all bomb. Yeah. I, I'm so excited to play this after the Gamescom opening that live on Tuesday next week. 
Yeah, that's true. We hit our sigil up stream goal, so we will, will be it sigiling be up. There? Will that be their final desperation move? Is oh, having absolutely. It one last show. The, the, Welcome it, to Opening Night Live. Buy our game, please. I'm, I'm excited to play this game two years from now when it shows up on PlayStation for free. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that's going to happen. Hey, it'll show up six months from now on the extra tier. <laughs> Probably. Um, you know, I was like, isn't something way bigger in my life coming out that exact same week next week? And then I was ruminating on, I was like, that's right. Firewall Ultra 2, the, the tactical squad shooter for VR on PSVR 2 that has, they, they announced a co-op is now a thing. So you're going to go up against AI and stuff and do like co competitive shooting co-op on the tactical level. And I'm just hmm. like, that's. Almost half the price at forty dollars. Is isn't next week also Armored Core? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Dogpile, dogpile, dogpile. Yeah. When no, Adium dies. What did they? <laughs> oh God. Mm. They should have launched alongside Starfield because at least PlayStation people can't even access that. So there's one audience that wouldn't be distracted. Oh, yeah. You, you, you need that cope social media presence. No, AVM's really good. I don't fucking need Starfield. The only person who wouldn't admit AVM's good are all these stupid fucking ex-bros. I'm sorry. That would mean that they're launching that to Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> yeah see Baldur's Gate 3 is going to be the game that that, that, the, that like people coping they can't please play Starfield latch onto and uh, thankfully they'll get to play a much better game <laughs> right do you think there might be a problem for other studios if they're compared to Baldur's Gate 3 I feel like there's nothing that could go wrong in that front. yeah I have, to, I have to say I said this on Twitter but I have to say it here too like if if we're looking at the grand scale of Will this game make lives for other developers hell? Uh-huh. Starfield is so much more likely to be that game than Baldur's Gate 3. No executive is going to come down to your studio and ruin your life for four years because Baldur's Gate 3 has RPG mechanics and good character writing. They will do that when people post videos saying, I, w I put this coffee cup here and went across the universe and came back and it was still there. Yep. Yep. I, I just, I found all this funny. I heard the weirdest takes in the world was just like, you know, it's, they, they made a lot of other games and then they got to make Baldur's Gate 3. And Baldur's Gate 2 was such a huge game and so important. I'm like, forever ago. It's like they had such a, you they know, they got that. to... They got to sell the game early with early access. So that way they got all this funding. And I'm like, oh yeah, if only Baldur's Gate 3 had as much money as triple a games <laughs> yeah the worst That's take the i saw was the worst take i saw was it's not reasonable to expect other devs to make games this good they haven't got as much chance to iterate and i'm like that's not my fault. Right. That's, right. That's, that is, mm, mm, that I is, didn't go mm. down to EA and force them to tell, tell them to have Bioware make Anthem instead of anything they knew how to make. I told Bob one of my first takes when I came over and this was happening. And I was like, man, I, you know, I, I heard some people were talking about like, oh, you can't expect all these games to be developed in early access. And I'm like, yeah, not every game does that work for like Tears of the Kingdom. That that wouldn't have been a good match. But I sure wish Dragon Age was doing that method because then it might come out. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I completely forgot to fucking talk about KOTOR. Oh, well, I'll talk about it next week. <laughs> I haven't beaten it yet, so I'll talk about it next week. Although I will say it is funny how small that game is in terms of areas, and mm. yet is still fine. If only we didn't have to have games that were bigger than a continent. Well, that's it for Chris's news. Uh, Agro, mm. how you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. Okay, cool. Hey, Bob. I got, hey. I got Trails of Cold Steel downloaded on my console. Yeah, so I can't that. wait to go play yes. <laughs> Oh, well, I get to play mini golf. Bob, <laughs> let's hit these nerds over the head with a Call of Duty block out oh, of the right gate. Now? Yes, All I right. crave it. I crave the Call of Duty block. They, they did a big reveal. Their Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 gameplay reveal. So it now exists. Before now, no. No. At launch, this uh -huh. will have 16 maps from the original Modern Warfare 2. Well, here it says all 16. Yeah, all 16 maps. Oh, oh okay. Yeah. Modernized with new modes and gameplay features. Hey, why weren't those maps in Modern Warfare 2 Remake? Yeah. What do you mean now? It has been such a weird experience looking at the shit for Modern Warfare 3 and be like, oh, hey, that thing I wanted last year when I spent $70. Yes. <laughs> Incentives yeah, had when no you maps. spent $70 on that other game that didn't have any of the shit in it. Why would they sell you this game once when they could sell it to your dumbass twice? It's just so fucking weird because Modern Warfare 1 remake is ostensibly a remake of Modern Warfare 1. Mm -hmm. I don't know what fucking happened and who got the good shit to smoke that resulted in last year's Modern Warfare 2 remake. But it's fucking strange to look at Modern Warfare 3 and just be like, it's that game. So, of course, I'm showing up with 70 more dollars and, yeah. and probably trading it in the next day. Right. God, I, who knows? Maybe this year will be good. Maybe. Maybe this year will be good. Um, one thing that apparently won't be changing is uh, uh -huh. the way you unlock stuff, I guess, isn't changing too much because for the first time in Call of Duty history, a vast amount of content from previous Modern Warfare 2 game will transfer Oh wow! and carry forward. Huh. Oh. So you'll get a lot of weapons, operators, and uh, other stuff you unlock in Modern Warfare wow, 2. Wow, this is, this is <laughs> literally just we didn't want to charge $30 or however much for this DLC, so it's going to be a full game at 70 I mean, it literally, this is the ODST. Yeah. Where this was supposed to be a DLC thing where the actual Modern Warfare 2 experience lived. And they were going to sell it to buyers of last year's game. Then this year's game disappeared and they said, juice it with a shitload of money. It's a full $70 game now. And I'm like, eh, good. <laughs> fine. Sure. Yeah, it's, Fuck I, last year's game. I'm still so, the last year's game didn't have a single map remade from Modern Warfare 2. Yeah. That was insane. I was Instead, like, we had nothing but terrible multiplayer maps. I was sitting here going, <laughs> was there like one? And I just forgot and just staring into the middle distance. But yeah. Yeah, the last year. Mm. Um, there are going to be new missions in the campaign, which they said is still going to have, you know, regular Call of Duty campaign stuff. But they want have, now have open combat missions that you Ooh. can uh, like a tackle in your own way, uh -huh. which makes me just think, these were Warzone maps, weren't they? <laughs> <laughs> really? I, I'm sitting here and I'm like, this kind of sounds like a spec ops. You remember they had the spec ops thing yes. in the original Modern Warfare 2. Mm -hmm. Another thing that was not in last year's game. And, you know, it was like, hey, here, here's your goal. 
accomplish this mission, there are multiple tiers of succeeding. So you can get three stars, two star, one star, or die. It sounds more like this is just integrated into the story mode. Like it'll be okay. some maps, some missions are like this, where you can like, oh, you need to infiltrate this base. You can do a cell so you can r oh. just jump, run gun inside to it. Interesting. It might be good. Yeah. It just uh, does make me think you don't know how to design a campaign anymore. So big or something. See, the, to me, it almost sounds like um, an evolution of the arcade mode. Mm -hmm. Where if you remember before, it was just like, here are points. Right. Um, so this is another way to gamify it to just give you a little bit of tools. But you're probably right. We're probably going to boot this fucking game and everything's a fucking Warzone map and <laughs> absolutely massive like last year's game. Right. It doesn't have a clear direction to it and doesn't feel good. But hopefully not. We're hoping not because we'll be there. Yes, we will be there. Because Bob and I play Call of Duty <laughs> and I will never stop being... <sighs> I will never stop being human torch levels of on fire pissed that the moment I got enough money to get Call of Duties anywhere near an annual basis, they stopped making good ones. <laughs> um, there is a zombies mode again. It cool. is back. It's made by Treyarch. That's cool. It does just feel like, man, I hope that they're actually being able to make their game because their last, last uh -huh. game was the good, actual good Call of Duty. Yeah, it was, which is weird. Because uh, uh, we were not Treyarch fans early on. No. But Cold War was really fucking good. It's the only one that uses the uh, adaptive triggers right at all. Uh-huh. Um, so this is a new zombies mode with some open world design. Let me read their full blurb about it. Ooh. Players will experience an open world player versus environment extraction survival experience with core <laughs> zombie features. Yeah. Oh, they're making oh, yeah they're making an extraction <laughs> whatever this that is, is this is a fucking prototype for them doing an, a, like a war zone type thing but extraction we're gonna see extraction shooters not take off on console cause like five will show up at once and all kill each other this is insane why is this I don't know All right. Um, well, but well. you apparently fight big monsters and stuff yeah I, I think an open world zombie thing could be neat. It could. I don't know Every, what to expect. I don't understand what this genre is yet. <laughs> a lot of these are like kind of insane to read, but it could be good. Uh-huh. So man, the risk has never been higher than this year's Call of Duty. And this is my favorite bullet. Okay. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is published by Activision. Yes. A wholly owned subsidiary of Activision Blizzard, NASDAQ uh -huh. ATVI. Yeah. Development for the game is led by Sledgehammer Games uh -huh. in partnership with Infinity Ward. Development uh -huh. for Modern Warfare Zombies is led by Treyarch, working closely with Sledgehammer Games. Additional development support provided in alphabetic order by Activision Central Design, Activision Central Technology, Activision QA, Activision Shanghai, Beanox, Demonware, High Moon Studios, Raven Software, and Toys for Bob. Why did they They're do fuck? Why would you ever put this Why? out? Why is this a bullet? I don't know. Why would you ever list every company making a Call of Duty and what they're making on it? Who wants that? Who's like, hey, tell me all the bodies again? <laughs> uh, uh, so a reminder that we are not told yet. It's fine. Everything is fine. All right. Thanks. Thanks, Activision. Thank you for the Call of Duty Minute, Bob. No problem.
You got some other news? Sure. Uh, Jeff Keighley let us know not to get too excited for Gamescom next week. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm already too excited because if Gamescom, you know, opening night live is bad, it's just going to it's just gonna improve the ramp up to Mortals of Avium. That's right. Yeah, baby. But it's just like there'll be mostly updates for upcoming games we know about that are not reveals, not new reveals. Okay. okay. Well, I hate new games. Yeah, everyone hates That's why games. I keep my eye on the news. <laughs> uh, Lollipop Chainsaw Remaster now has a title. It's Lollipop Chainsaw Repop. Okay. It comes out next year, um, which apparently is a delay. I guess at some point the set was coming out this year. Yeah, they did, and I think they may have even announced the delay sooner, but not with a name. I don't know. Um, Titan Quest 2 got announced. No release date. They just did a CG trailer and released some screenshots, but I'm excited. Titan's Quest, for you who don't know, is a Diablo-like, and the first one was actually a lot of fun. Yeah, when Bob said this, I had a moment of, is Bob wrong? Is my brain wrong? Because what he just communicated cannot be true. It is 2023. <laughs> right? <laughs> what do you mean Titan's Quest 2? Yeah, 2. I how, think how they've, been doing, uh, they've been doing like expansion packs for yeah. one. Yeah. For 20 years or something. Right, yeah. I'm like, the <laughs> game came out like 19 years ago, right? <laughs> what? Uh, I believe this is Embracer again. They just have the right to... That's really funny. Okay. Yeah, that, that's hype. I, I, I really want to know when this comes out because it's really easy to, be, in fact, be a much better Diablo sequel than Diablo 4. Mm. I don't know. I need an open world I walk around. <sighs> yeah, that's so great. Definitely didn't make me just be like, oh, what act are we on, Steve? <laughs> We're on act four. This is when it really picks up and Bob's like, okay. <laughs> If you promise, I'll trust you. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Shredder's Revenge. Uh, DLC, DLC called Dimension Shellshock launches August 31st. So we have a date for it and a name for it now. Before, we just knew that uh, Miyamoto Usagi was coming. Yes. But now we know it's also going to include the character from TMT called Karai. I'm pretty sure that's how they say it. I mean, it. that's I what they wrote. Oh, that's Karai. What they, I think it's Karai. Okay. Yeah, Karai. Yeah. All right. Um, who's some ninja girl from the Foot Clan, I guess? Shredder's daughter. Okay. <laughs> uh, they, they're adding a survival mode. She, new she music. was in the CG TMNT movie. I watched 2003 that series. when it came yeah, out was... in theaters. Yeah, that was... And that is it. That was a little while ago. <laughs> Let me check. Oh, that's its oldest Titan quest. <laughs> Um, so that's neat. She looked cool. Mm -hmm. They showed a trailer for her and said the release date. So, hey, more stuff for that game. Yeah, no, that's cool as shit. Right? I'm excited. I, I, I hope that survival mode's neat. The survival mode in, um, Streets of Rage was pretty cool. Um, Alan Wake 2 got delayed till October 27th. It's a 10-day delay to avoid large October releases. It's now two days after the new Alone in the Dark. Which, you know, that wasn't going to tell anyway, but yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that they're not too happy about it being right that close possibility. Yeah, that's understandable. Chris has disappeared from the stream. Oh, no. Visually. I don't know about audio-wise. I haven't checked on that. Hmm. Hey, Chris, can you hear us? Oh, no. Oh, well. Whoops. We carry on bravely, boldly. Yes. Um... I, I, I looked up the October releases like, oh, it's Spider-Man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. of course. Uh -huh. Yeah. <laughs> Like, dude, no, that no, just no. 
Assassin's Creed Mirage also mysteriously moving its release date uh, a week earlier to October 5th to also stay away from Spider-Man. <laughs> they just hear the whistling getting louder and everybody's scrambling out of the way. It's like, oh, is this, a, is this a big new Sony game? Oh, wait. Is that fucking Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> Um, How are we feeling on Assassin's Creed Mirage since we're so close? We got like a month and I'm, a half. I'm honestly, I'm probably going to pick it up. I okay. want to encourage them doing this exact kind of Assassin's Creed because I liked these right. when they were like this. Yeah. And that character looks cool. Mm-hmm. The setting's neat. Mm-hmm. It's only 50 bucks. Like they're trying to do their best Ooh. to get, get me in. Right? Like everything's, I, I'm, I'm deeply worried it's a lie. Mm-hmm. They're telling me exactly what I want, and then they're still on their bullshit, and this is a trap. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's absolutely a huge fear. Yeah, I'm kind of worried about that, too. So I guess when you, you get it, we should just like do a small stream or something, Probably. so that way everyone can know, because yeah. I want to know. Yeah, I think everybody wants to know, yeah. and then I can trade it in the next day. If it is, hey, we made Origins again. That's, that's like, true. No. I'm sorry, that's not what I was here for. That's not what you said this was. Alive again. Yay! Guys from your grave. We don't have video feed yet, but I can hear you and I can see you're there. And first time with Big Think Live, we've had Chris die. And still, that went pretty well. Yeah, not not too bad. There There we we go. go. I'm alive again. Hooray! Rise from your grave. Uh, can I steal this? Yeah, sure. Tekken 6 and Soul Calibur Broken Destiny have been apparently raided for the PS5 and PS4 in Taiwan. That means they're going to be on that uh, PlayStation Plus 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 shit. But the back of Pat, chances are you could maybe buy that separately. I don't know. Namco's been weird in the past, whether or not it was for sale separately. Here's my problem. Tekken 5 Dark Resurrection on the PSP has that really, really cool mode where you go to dojos or whatever, and it's just, like, based on AI as of real players, and you get to make your own outfit and all that cool stuff. I don't think 6 has that mode, and I need to find out. Yeah, I don't think it does, and it was like, no, Tekken 6, you need to... I'm sorry. You need to get PS3 working. Otherwise, don't bring it to us. (laughs) I mean, that would be pretty cool. I think 6 did have player AI uh, combatants, I think, Mm -hmm. because it it, it had that one panda that was just a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Just you'd be playing Tekken 6 and like, this is a lot of fun. I'm playing against player data. That's weird. And then this panda would just show up. No. <laughs> <laughs> does it have the story mode? Do you know? Like, because Tekken 6 on uh, console it, does have like a full, like, it doesn't. Weird story mode. Somebody was saying it doesn't have that. And I'm like, yeah, because it's a beat em up. But yeah. maybe it has something where they tried to tell the story of that through it. I don't know. That'd be nice because. I think the story of six is interesting. Our trunk is just neat. And it, the, it gives you Lars backstory and gets you a platinum really easily. Ooh. <laughs> and yet I never broke down and did that. Weird. Weird. Um, yeah, I do wonder how this is going to be. For people who don't know about Soul Calibur Broken Destiny, it has Kratos. It does. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's all I have I to tell you about that. I keep thinking it's that fucked up Wii game that's like yes. an action game. Legends? I, I think, think that's, that's the name right. of it. Soul Calibur Legends? I can't remember. Chat, feel free to correct. Uh, I've been looking forward to playing that forever. In fact, that was our the Wii Ruined Everything uh, theme month that was potentially there for... Okay, what happened? What, yeah, I, what happened? I think we're fractaling. I don't know. What is, one moment. I've come yeah, to I don't bargain. know what's happening. Uh, Dormammu. 
Apparently, your stream dropped long enough for it to, to just be like, oh, I'm going to show anyway. Um, what the hell was I saying? The We Ruined Everything theme oh, month? Oh, yeah. It was a part of the We Ruined Everything theme month because I'm really, really curious about uh, Soul Calibur Legends. Because uh, it, for people who don't know, you play Siegfried and the Wiimotes your sword. Yeah. I could have sworn you played it as Ivy for some parts of it because it's like, oh, now it's a chain sword. I think that it does, I think that it is multiple characters, but the main Ooh. one is, is Siegfried. Ooh. Yeah, at some point we need to play all the terrible fighting game spinoffs like that, and yeah, you know the PS2 one. Death we don't talk by about. degrees. <laughs> I wasn't. You don't say the day. Make it would, real. Would, would that <laughs> would that also include Virtua Quest? That game's apparently only like seven hours long. I always want to play Virtual Quest. I almost bought it at a GameStop so many times I lost count. Every oh, time yeah, I walked yeah. in, it was just there, and I was like, mm, no, not this time. And then, and then you can play Mortal Kombat Shaolin Monks and be like, what the fuck, Ed Boon? Why haven't you made a remaster of Shaolin Monks? People have been asking for 15 years. Yeah, there's no happy ending to that stream. It's either we're fucking pissed for not making a new one, or we're fucking pissed that the game sucked. As we sit here waiting for all the uh, HDMI PS2 mods and everything to come true to play it. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you can, I, think, I think there was an Xbox version. I might be wrong. There is. There is. Oh, pretty yeah. sure. Pretty sure. And we have we have the we have the HDMI out for the Xbox. We don't have like one good Xbox controller. No, that's not true. Oh yeah, they forgot more, that yeah, fan sent yes, us a box. That's full. true. That's yeah. true. We were like, it's awesome. Just, we have so many Xbox S controllers, mm -hmm. and then and then like it turns out there aren't that many games on the Xbox original that are like hugely important. Like what is it? Panzer Dragoon Orta, Crazy Taxi, some Bujing or not Bujingai, the uh, Otogi, Otogi one and two, and of course Hunters the Reckoning. Of course, of course. Bob. I didn't forget about Hunters the Reckoning, the hit Xbox title my brother bought instead of Halo. Instead of Halo. I love my brother, but to this day, I have no idea how the fuck he did that. That's fine. We'll just rent Halo every week. We do that for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, we we did rent Halo. Way too many times. <laughs> anyway, that's one might say the only reason I eventually traded in my uh, GameCube for an Xbox is because my brother did not buy the right game. <laughs> I thought I was going to play Halo on his box, theoretically. Instead, it's like, fine, I'll fucking buy an Xbox and buy the correct game instead of Hunter's The Reckoning. <laughs> I keep getting getting that confused with Hunted the Demon Forge. They're the same tier. They are very similar. They are. I think I think Hunted the Demon Forge is a gears ripoff where you have a bow. I think there's a bow guy and a sword guy, or a bow girl and a sword guy. And in it's a Hunters the Reckoning. No, and and Demons, oh, okay. in, in the one Chris is. S see how about. I had to ask. Exactly. <laughs> oh God! In Exile made that. Ugh. I guess yeah. that counts as a Microsoft first-party title now. Which is why it's on back and pads. Mm. Oh. oh. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Anyway. Uh. What? Oh, right. Uh, should I go back to him? Uh. Well, we would. Yeah. Yeah. Let's. Well, no. Let's do the rest of the news. Sure. Uh. DC Universe Online's getting a 
PS5 and Xbox Series update this holiday season. What? Bob, you, I didn't think this game your, was real all anymore. All your news articles are terrible April Fool's jokes. <laughs> right? Like, There's I'm a right. Titans Quest 2 coming out, <laughs> and they're updating DCUO to come to the PS5. And I'm like, where's Jim Lee? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah this is... Stage. I need to get this hyped. is one of those things that I've never seen a single person play or talk about. Yeah, I forgot about it so hard. My brain went, you mean City of Heroes? <laughs> yeah, I, See, I played I, this I know game, anybody even. who ever played City of Heroes, but I know nobody who ever played DC Universe Online. One of us played it. You played yeah, it, I, right? I yeah. booted it. I played like the first mission or something back when it came out on PS3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this doesn't work. <laughs> on a console at all um, yeah that's uh how it felt i, I could have sworn they shut this game down yeah like, me five too. years ago or something i'm so confused i guess not <sighs> news this week is very small but very weird <laughs> yes uh what else do you got um so steve totello formerly of kotaku currently of axios uh Claims that the Embracer Group deal that fell through a few months ago was with Savvy Games Group, which is a Saudi Arabia government-funded group. Um, so for people who don't know, that deal falling through was the thing where the CEO had a meltdown on a talk show, like an interview mm-hmm. right after that. He's just like, I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah, he almost just burst into tears. It was, uh, yeah, yeah it had it's never been it, so over. No, <laughs> and it's worth noting this is one of those like shadow companies that tries to stay out of the light because this is like the, the story about them splitting off this deal is like the first Google result. You can't find out anything else about them almost. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, I, they don't make anything, they just invest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think that this only started, they only started investing recently too. Like, Within the last few years. Mm-hmm. But what the fuck were they going to make for them? I, Money? I, it sounds Money, like everything. Yeah, yeah. Like, just whatever. <laughs> but wouldn't they just buy, buy part of him, like, buy stock then? Like, the, the, the way it's phrased is so strange. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I wonder what made it fall through. Yeah. Yeah, something, something must have happened there. Which embracer? Would, does anyone remember what country they're in? Because I don't remember. Uh, they're in. They're in. Oh God, they're in one of those Nordic countries. Yeah, that's that's about as much as I remembered. Because because when uh Finland? they're in sweet they're in Sweden. Okay. Because that was that was one of the things where everybody's like they sold they sold to Tomb Raider to Amazon for six hundred million dollars. They got double what they paid for all that stuff, and then somebody came out and was like. No, that's in Swedish currency. It was like $60 million. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Swedish currency. You mean sex? Swedish karma? <laughs> we got a lot of that on uh, Mega Man Maker Live back in the day. Mm-hmm. That's sweet Swedish krona. Um, That's interesting. and makes it make sense mm-hmm. because the scale of money lines up then. Right, because the mm-hmm. only other people with that scale of money were like Microsoft. And right. It's like doesn't seem like it's <laughs> right. It was a short list. Sony. Like, we entertained the possibility that Sony signed some make Unreal 4 remakes of all our shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is how you would use them if you were Sony, where it's just like, you're, you're the Last of Us Part 1 
B-tier group for <laughs> right? all of our IP. Make, <laughs> make, make, make weird-looking versions of every Sly game. We forgot how to do anything but the most high-end shit. We need someone to fill out a mid-tier. <laughs> they sure fucking do. Oh, man. Hey, I have, I have a question. You know that game that's coming out from Sony later this year that's like a sci-fi thing and it's a co-op shooter and it's clearly coming out later this year, but they still haven't announced a firm date? Bob, do you know what no. game... <laughs> Agro, do you know what game I'm talking about? From Sony? Yeah, it's a, it's a third-person Sony shooter with online co-op, and it's sci-fi. That's uh, Spider-Man. Oh, oh, Spider-Man, uh, yeah, uh, Spider-Man. Uh, 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 Battle Dogs? <laughs> uh, Flame Hounds? <laughs> Helldivers. Yeah, yeah, Helldivers too. <laughs> oh, I completely fucking forgot that game exists. I was like, yeah. is Dan trying to lead me to Concord? Is he trying to lead me to... Yeah, no, every, everyone did. I'm just curious. Could they have made that game look a little worse and run perfectly in its trailer so I wouldn't have been scared? What? Flame dogs? Or... Just, I knew exactly what he meant. And I don't you. know how. We're getting, we're getting close to that giant bomb bit where the guy can't remember the villain of, of that one fucking movie and starts going, Fire guy! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Helldivers um it's weird how Helldivers feels like it's been pressured to be an insanely high-end looking game and it's I don't think it's fit it, for that. It, it absolutely isn't as hideous. <laughs> it's weird that they're also making a third person when the last one was like a top-down third mm -hmm. person isometric. I Sony I'm really still like it's this year. Tier. What are you talking yeah, about? It's, it's this year. I think it even leaked on accident. <laughs> That it was supposed to, because if you recall, we were supposed to get the trailer we got in the middle of this year, late last year. That's true. God, there was some other trailer that leaked. It was like that's clearly not Helldivers two. Oh yeah, that was uh, the Goo or something is what the code name that came out about it was, where it was some weird, like horrible, like disintegrating green mass or something. I actually didn't watch this trailer myself, but. Uh, the importance there was they were working through some external studio in Europe using XDEF. Mm. Yeah. Um, I'm sure someone somewhere remembers. But yeah, no, we haven't heard anything about that either. Yeah. These games sure do take forever to come out. That must be healthy. Yeah. We can't fix it. But what it, it you know, Sakurai said things can't get more complicated. But what if we made them more complicated? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool, right? Huh? Okay. <laughs> There's, we got 300 of you in this room. You're going to bug, chest, bug test how the foliage moves in this one area for six months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's, that's terrible. Will anybody notice? No. No. Will anybody care? No. Crowby Cat no. will do a video about it and pretend he cares, but he doesn't actually care. <laughs> but that's it for news i guess it's time to talk about what we've got going on bob and i are streaming tomorrow hey dr agro what are you doing uh i i downloaded trails of cold steel and i'm gonna go see yeah let's what go let's that go. whole section of the population i have been getting the weirdest fucking replies on twitter yeah of course i'm, I'm like of I, course. i'm getting a lot of encouragement and a lot of i don't know what any of this means yet you guys you opened the door do you know who you invited in? <laughs> God, that game yeah, is filled me. with Isekai level character designs all over it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah it like Fal Fal Falcom's entire thing is, 
we're just going to rip off contemporary anime. That's that's the way JRPGs <laughs> have always been made. And, and the, the reason the genre got bad is because they quit doing that. <laughs> it's not wrong. <laughs> uh, hey, Chris, what are you up to in the next week? I will finish co-streaming KOTOR. That's great. Uh, I might have done something that soft-locked me forever right before the end of the game. Ooh. Um, Love those. So we'll find out if that's real. I, I have no idea. So people in chat are like, you, you did this weird side quest. Whenever I do that weird side quest, it soft-locks me 10 hours later into the game. Oh. And this is the original console version of the game of, on Xbox of KOTOR. Ooh. So I could believe that happening. But I've never heard of that specific thing causing it. So who knows? Either way, it will be a funny ending to that saga. (laughs) You will be done with it. (laughs) I'm very excited because, you know, a lot of the times, not saying this is the case this time, but a lot of times you go live on Saturday. Maybe, you know, since to relax after all these RPG streams, which are so large and I barely had time to do anything, I can yet again go to my favorite local poke place, sit down with my cell phone and blast out of the speakers a man yelling how great Jedi aren't real. <laughs> yeah, I need great Jedi aren't real. They're not. They're something the fan base made up. They're not real. Qui-Gon Jinn is not a great Jedi. He's a light side Jedi who, who hates organized religion. Mm-hmm. That is not a separate class. Jolie Bindo is not a great Jedi. Luke in fucking The Last Jedi is not a great Jedi. Never let the term gray Jedi come from your mouth again, unless it is part of the statement, there is no such thing as a gray Jedi. Preach. <laughs> the gray Jedi are a term that podcasters wouldn't tell you about. <laughs> so you're moving on to the old Republic MMO next, right? <laughs> Uh, I tried that once and no. <laughs> oh, yeah, we are streaming Gamescom. That's true. Opening night live. That's going to happen this upcoming Tuesday. Don't ask me for a time because I don't know, but it will be announced in the Gigaboots fan discord. There's always a link to the discord in the description and you can sign up just to get notifications for the streams because Twitch is so bad about telling people. Yes. So feel and then free afterwards, to you guys are going to sigil up, right? That's Absolutely. true. We're going to be sigiling so hard. <laughs> so many sigils. So many sigils. Some of them might even be well, racist. You, I don't know. What are Whoa. you guys going to do if you go to GameStop to get that game? And they're like, we didn't get fucking get any copies of this. What are you talking about? We're probably going to stream Jedi Knight 2. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is a game. I don't know why Yoda's here. It's fucking weird. <laughs> this can't be legal. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> I guess that's where all that money went. <laughs> Making games nowadays is so expensive. We all have to license Star Wars. It's gotten so much worse after Disney bought Star Wars. Now we have to license to them instead of George Lucas, who was kind. George was so nice. She was so nice. Anyways, that's gonna do it for Big Thing this week. See you, see you next Tuesday, gamers, for opening night live and sigiling up. And also probably, probably tomorrow with something. And also a curse stream. Okay, goodbye. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of Big Think Dimension. 
big thing to mention is only possible because of you and your support over at patreon.com slash GB podcast, where you can get access to the movie isolation one, one, nine, various extras from all of our podcasts and early access to chugging bleach and Pokemon go to the movies. You can learn about that sassy baby guacamole bowl today over at patreon.com slash GB podcast.